When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Yes, they may not have sexy names or popular names for that matter, but they are good at what telling us what's on in the cinema. Wow, what, what a build-up. What a great reviewing build Reviewing films. It yeah. is, of course, real reviews. We have Ross Leahy and Niall O'Brien in studio. Did you like that, guys? Uh, not a fan. No comment. Yeah, not a fan. No. <laughs> okay, Ross, you're going to kick it off with movie news for us. Tell us what's happening. Yes, well, The Hole in the Ground, it's been called the best Irish horror film ever. And uh, the first must-see horror movie of 2019. And it actually stars 10-year-old Drada Nehef, uh, James Quinn Markey. And it's opening in Irish cinemas today. So myself and Niall are going down to the opening night screening tonight in the Arc Cinema in Drogheda, where we will chat with James Quinn Markey and we'll get some reaction from people attending uh, yeah. the movie. Really looking forward to that. Um, it's sure to be a really great night. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be now super, super scary. I am an absolute disaster zone when it comes to horror films. So I'm so glad you guys are going down there for that one. I'll be watching most of it through my fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you saw the, saw the trailer, it looks... Yeah. It looks yeah, it Super very creepy. scary. Yeah. Okay, so that's tonight. So anyone uh, t- tipping down to the Ark Cinema can say hello to the guys. Niall, 25 years ago, a certain film was released starring Hugh Grant. That's right, yeah. It seems like only yesterday to me. I don't know about you, Sinead. Uh, you're probably four or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so <laughs> Four Weddings and a Funeral now is 25 years old and there has been a new promo video released on Twitter for a special short film that's going to be part of Red Nose Day, uh, which is on the 15th of March. So it basically reunites the cast of Four Weddings and a Funeral uh, and it's directed by the same director and if you've seen it on Twitter, it basically has the actors kind of introducing their characters and then it's at the end says would like to invite you to a very special uh, event with some surprise guests so that's going to be very exciting for fans of romantic comedies and that movie which was massive when it came out I mean I think the 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 song, oh, the song. Uh, was, was, wet, wet, was the yeah. only thing you could hear on the radio for a long time mm. uh, so yeah I mean I'm, I'm looking forward they did something similar with Love Actually a couple of years ago because of course Richard Curtis who wrote both of them is very like he started Comic Relief and very involved so yeah, I mean, it's it's one to look forward to, a date for the diary. Absolutely. Now, Ross, you've been out to the cinemas and uh, you have, the on, on the basis of sex for us today, tell us That's about this. That's right, yeah. Well, the, on the basis of sex, it's an autobiographical film 
which follows the life and early cases of US Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Now, Ginsburg is probably not as widely known this side of the Atlantic, but in the US she's seen as instrumental in fighting for gender equality and women's rights, especially in the 1970s. So Felicity Jones, who you might remember from Star Wars Rogue One, or even as Jane Hawkins, wife of Stephen Hawking, in Theory of Everything. Um, Well, she plays Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and she... Um, the movie starts as she is enrolling in Harvard Law School in the late 1950s. Now, Ginsburg really was one of only nine women in a class of about 500 men. And from the beginning, she was faced with discrimination because of the fact that she is a woman. I have a scene here uh, from the movie which kind of shows a bit of some of the discrimination she faced. Um, you'll hear a man at the start of this. That is the dean of Harvard. And this is actually a true quote from this but I had to edit it a little bit to put um, Ginsburg's response to it straight away because I think she gives a great response. Okay, here it is. This is only the sixth year women have had the privilege to earn a Harvard Law degree. This little soiree is our way of saying welcome. My wife, Harriet, and I are very glad all nine of you have joined us. Let us go around the table. And each of you ladies report who you are, where you're from, and why you're occupying a place at Harvard that could have gone to a man. Mrs. Ginsburg, my husband Marty is in the second year class. I'm at Harvard to learn more about his work so I can be a more patient and understanding wife. Oh, what a response from her. Oh, my goodness. That's a, it's, it's a great clip. Yeah, he does tear down. He does tear down a few people who answered before. So I decided to push her to the front to show um, the Dean of Harvard again his comeuppance. Um, so, yeah, throughout the movie, you were really given the impression that she has to fight constantly throughout her education to get respect and recognition. And after transferring to Columbia and completing her education, it shows her great difficulty in obtaining uh, obtaining uh, employment as none of the legal firms want to hire a, a woman. She does eventually find work back in academia as a professor teaching the law and sex discrimination. So from there, the movie jumps to the early 1970s, where her husband, uh, Martin D. Ginsburg, we heard there, he's also a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, presents a case to her which sparks her interest. And the reason it sparks her interest is because it's the case of a man who is denied a tax deduction for nursing care because of his gender. So she thinks that because um, it is a man facing discrimination, she will have much more success in arguing her case in court. And as a result... She sees opening the floodgates for every instance of gender discrimination in US law to face a legal challenge. So the movie is part kind of David and Goliath sexism story. It's part courtroom drama. It really does highlight some of the insane laws which were in place up to relatively recently, Mm. um, which demanded how people live their lives based on their genders. Although the movie is primarily set in the 50s and the 70s, as I said, it still does seem very timely, especially with all the awareness that is going on um, lately of gender, rights and discrimination. Um, The unnecessary obstacles that Ginsburg faced throughout her education and employment will leave a lot of people feeling very frustrated and that she was able to overcome these to become the important figure that she is speaks volumes to the character of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, so what are we giving it, do you think, star-wise? Yeah, star-wise, um, it's an enjoyable film. It's strangely funny at times with an important lesson from the past. I think Felicity Jones was a 
bit miscast. Originally, Natalie Portman was uh, attached, which I think would have made it a better film. So I, Felicity Jones kind of leaves it down in the lead role as Ginsburg. So I gave it three stars out of five, but still very much recommended. Okay, so that's on the basis of sex. Niall, we're going to go over to you. This is Fighting With My Family. Tell us about this. Yeah, I mean, if I told you I was going to review a film that was based on a, a Channel 4 documentary from 2012, you might think uh, you were in for some kind of worthy, you know, heavy fare. But if I then said it was directed by Stephen Merchant, who co-wrote The Office and produced by Dwayne The Rock Johnson, uh, then maybe you'd have a better idea about what you're in for. Now, I have to say, first of all, I'm not a massive wrestling fan in fact, I'm not a wrestling fan at all. Uh, but I really enjoyed this film. This is the story of... Uh, it's the story of Saraya Jade Bevis, who originally grew up in Norfolk and is part of a family of wrestlers, basically. So they started off going to very small events uh, as a, and they would wrestle as a family. Her father uh, played in this movie by Nick Frost, who people had know from Shaun of the Dead, uh, is uh, Rowdy Ricky Knight. And her mother was uh, Julia Sweet Soraya Bevis, who's played in this by Alina Heady of, of Game of Thrones. And in fact, her mother, apparently, legend has it, was pregnant, uh, uh, seven I months pregnant with her daughter when she was that. still wrestling. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, so it's a, f- it's a really fascinating story. Again, legend has it that Dwayne The Rock Johnson was in England filming when he saw this documentary and went, that's a movie that I want to be involved in. Now, the posters might make you think that he's in it quite a lot he's not it's the story of Soraya and she went on I mean wrestling fans will know she's she's a massive wrestling uh, star uh, under the the name of Paige and it's about her basically rags to riches story it's kind of a rocky tale of of starting off small in Norfolk going to the glitz and glamour of, of Florida to try out and eventually becoming a legend in the WWE kind of universe so I would give it three out of five. Okay. Now, I think if you're a wrestling fan, you probably give it higher. But I enjoyed it. The performances are great. There's there's a lot to it. It's a little when you read up about the actual story of this this lady's life. There's a lot more they could have put in. They chose to kind of make it a nice, feel good, heartwarming story. And you know that's fine. So uh, we do have a little clip as well here. Do you yeah, want to this yeah. One for this, me? this has Dwayne the Rock, who I mean, I think this is probably maybe ten percent of his screen time. But um, you know, it'll sell it in America. His his uh, uh, well, not that it needs to because her story is well known. But yeah, I mean, this is the Rock doesn't need me to give him a big up. Okay. He'll do it himself. Okay, here he is. Here he is. What advice would you give us if if we want to win over the crowd? Win, win over the crowd. What are your names again? My name. It doesn't matter what your names are. You walk around here interrupting the rock you like you haven't seen the sun in 20 years. You like you just stepped out of Oliver Twist. Please, sir, may I have some more advice, sir? You want some advice? Here's the rock's advice. Shut your mouth. What you want, what you want. How about what the rock wants? The rock wants you to go out there, take no prisoners, have no regrets, have no fear. Lay it all out on the line. There's your advice. Straight out of the jabroni beating, pie eating, trailblazing, eyebrow raising, entertaining the globe, never hotter, talking to two rejects from Harry Potter. So that's how you win over the crowd. <laughs> I, I just, can one. I just say now, listen to that, you think there, it's really about Soraya mm-hmm. slash Paige and um, uh, Florence Pugh, who plays her. Brilliant actress. She really goes for it with this movie. That's the reason to go to, to see it, not because of The Rock Not because I mean he's great but. but fans of The Rock will like it yeah. okay we're, go- we're going to just take a little musical in- interlude from The Rock to Ronan Keating here you go 
Now we're still talking films. That's uh, Ronan Keaton there. Life is a roller coaster. But first, I just want to say congratulations to Stella O'Byrne. She's over there in Navin, and you are a finalist today for the Ford's Superstores. Uh, they're giving us a stove, uh, and it's all to celebrate their massive sale and Eco Information Days this Friday and Saturday. And they're over there in Mulla Kilcock. So Stella, along with a uh, Flory Sheeran, Rory McDevitt, Maraid Gorman, and Shirley Hockey going into the hat. It was, of course, Katy Perry fireworks today. Lots of you then getting it right on the WhatsApp and text. So thanks to everybody for entering. So we'll reveal who the winner is a little bit later on. But back to the films. And we're talking Netflix with yourself, Ross, first of all. Yeah, a bit of Netflix news. Um, So a teaser trailer has just been launched for Martin Scorsese's new movie, The Irishman, um, which he has made in conjunction with Netflix, which is a first for Scorsese. Uh, the movie has an absolutely great cast with old Scorsese gangster favourites like Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci seemingly out of uh, retirement, Harvey Keitel and for the first time uh, a collaboration with Al Pacino Ooh. which is exciting. Um, the movie itself is based on the true story of Irishman Frank Sheeran. Um, he's played by Robert De Niro and he becomes involved in the Italian-American mafia. Uh, it's based on the book I Heard You Paint Houses by Charles Brandt which is a great read and I recommend um, people people checking that out but it's been in development for a long time uh, the, the, the teaser itself it's very much a teaser trailer it doesn't give much away it features um, you know the, the cast names which is enough to sell the movie frankly and it features a brief conversation in which Robert De Niro confirms he paints houses uh, in other words that's code for saying he's a hitman yes um, so it'll be interesting to see Scorsese return to his um, his uh, mob movie roots. Yes, absolutely. And, um, no release date uh, as of yet, but it's expected expected on Netflix around autumn this year. So, oh, lots. Let's look forward to there. And Niall, yes, a lot of people talking about the Notebook and Netflix this week. Yeah, Netflix got in trouble basically because now I've not seen the Notebook. If anybody was listening to our special Valentine's Day special, they know <laughs> I really Ross is the is the romantic comedy expert. Um, but apparently. Uh, the ending of it is quite famous. Uh, Netflix, for some reason, they say accidentally streamed a version of it in which a very famous scene in which, spoiler, don't listen if you've not seen it like me, um, in which the two lead characters slip away. Um, in They basically die hand in hand in a very romantic mm-hmm. way. And Netflix, for some reason, streamed a version of it that didn't have that. So a lot of fans were up in arms about it. Um, Netflix have since apologised and said it was uh, an oversight that there are many different versions of these movies that go out and um, they weren't aware of it. It certainly wasn't a conscious uh, decision on their part to to give it a, a happier ending. Uh, so yeah, so mm. Netflix need to be more aware, I suppose, of what they're putting out. Okay, so we're just running out of time. So we're just going to go to our scene of the week and you're keeping in a horror movie theme because we've got the Hole in the Ground uh, premiere tonight. So tell us what our scene of the week is this week guys that's exactly right yeah we figured in honour of the hole in the ground we decided to look back at one of the all time horror classics it's 1976's The Omen and basically the plot is it follows a family who adopt this is a bit of a spoiler alert (laughs) a problem child (laughs) yes to put it mildly yeah and anyway that child ends up being the spawn of Satan Okay, yeah, so it doesn't really need any introduction. It's got the great, the voice you'll hear is the great Patrick Troughton, who people might know better as the second Doctor Who, um, explaining to uh, Robert Thorne, who is Gregory Peck, exactly just what his new son is capable of. Okay, so here it is. Thanks so much, guys, as always, for your comprehensive film news and reviews with us today. 
What in God's name are you talking about? Your son, Mr. Thorne. The son of the devil. He will kill the unborn child. Then he will kill your wife. And when he is certain to inherit all that is yours, then, Mr. Thorne, he will kill you. That's enough. And with your wealth and power, he will establish his counterfeit kingdom here on earth, receiving his power directly from Satan. You're insane. You see me in hell, Mr. Thorne. There we will share out our sentence. 11 to 1 on LMFM. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.